Hello, and welcome to the Clinical Care Options Infectious Disease Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Meredith. During this podcast, Dr. Letitia Lopre from the University of Alabama at Birmingham discusses PrEP inequities by race. For more information about Dr. Lopre and this program, and to follow along with the slides, please visit the links in the show notes for this episode. Now let's get started and hear what Dr. Lopre has to say about this topic. So one of the things that's most important in regards to talking about improving PrEP uptake and closing gaps in regards to our status-neutral HIV care continuum is addressing disparities that we have in who's accessing PrEP, especially among racial and ethnic minority populations. And something that I always like to point out is that if you're looking at the number of new HIV diagnoses that we have, you mostly have black and brown communities, unfortunately, making up the majority of new HIV diagnoses, almost two thirds. If you then look at who's being prescribed PrEP, which is one of the most effective HIV prevention modalities that we have out right now, they are making a minority of new PrEP prescriptions. And so one of the questions that a lot of people will ask is why? And one of the things that I was very excited about in regards to this presentation is that we're presenting concepts around intersectionality. And there was a great article that came out that really inspired me when I was first beginning research in the New York Times that I think beautifully captured what intersectionality is. So it was a story about a young black gay man living in Mississippi And it talked about the overwhelming burden that Black gay and bisexual men played in the HIV epidemic who were living in the South, especially Southern communities in rural areas that were highly under access in areas that were very conservative, where they were facing a lot of stigma related to being Black, being gay, usually highly impoverished, and really presenting in that article this concept of intersectionality. So when you have intersecting identities that are stigmatized, a lot of times the barriers that you face and therefore the inequities that you bear are compounded. And so that can be related to to your race, ethnicity. That can be related to homophobia that you may face, xenophobia that you may face. It may impact your interactions with your healthcare provider. It may impact your access to adequate healthcare services. And it may also impact even the way that you're able to live because of laws and policies that are stigmatizing or discriminate against you. So it's a very important concept to talk about in relation to why we're seeing inequities in regards to PrEP uptake and HIV diagnoses. And then of course, in a larger context in the why we see diagnoses that vary and disproportionately affect brown and black communities across other disease states as well. So in regards to how do you address intersectionality, it's really at multiple levels. You can't look at this through a lens where you're only talking about the individual. You have to talk about that individual and what they're facing, but also the interactions that they have on a daily level with their relatives, their family, their loved ones, with healthcare systems, the community in which they live, and then also the environment in which they have to interact on a daily basis. So on an individual level, if we're talking about improving prep care, improving sexual health, and closing inequities, that means that we're also providing potentially mental health services. We're addressing poverty, which means that we are trying to provide ways that if you are uninsured, you're able to access prep. We potentially have substance use disorder therapy. 
we are addressing issues that may be related to self-stigma that you have. We're recreating a trauma-informed space that addresses that and makes you aware that you're safe within that clinical home. At a network level, that means that we may be providing the ability for you to have access to network members that are uplifting, making it easier for you to access PrEP services. Same thing at a community level where we're identifying ways in which things like racism and stigma and poverty interplay and interact and make it hard for people to access PrEP. And then understanding that pandemics are real, if you're suffering from substance use disorder, we're able to connect you to treatment within your community. And we're able to address things that may be affecting you like over-policing. And then the hard part, I think, is addressing and understanding how social and structural barriers impact and make it hard to close gaps in regards to PrEP inequities, but it's real and it's important for us to understand. So the laws and policies with which we live in can definitely impact and make it harder to close gaps. Um, and there are great examples of this, for example, in what we saw in Texas recently, where a law was passed saying that you as a healthcare provider do not have to cover PrEP if you feel that it is not in line with your religious beliefs. That is a great example of a policy that is directly and potentially widening uh, gaps that we're already seeing with the HIV epidemic. So again, I think a very powerful thing that we're talking about in this presentation and important because every individual who understands this concept hopefully can help come up with solutions on how we can combat some of the uh, horrible outcomes from not addressing intersectionality and how it damages disparities that we're seeing with HIV. Thank you very much to Dr. Elopright and thank you to our listeners for joining in. As a reminder, to view the full Contemporary HIV Treatment and Prevention 2023 program on the Clinical Care Options website and to access the slides at for Overcoming Barriers to PrEP Uptake, click on the links in the show notes for this episode. And please be sure to check back for more episodes on important infectious disease topics. Thank you.